0: I just believe in the process, and we're, and we're going to win going through the process.
1: Now, Bills Mafia, it's time for the main event, so sit back and enjoy the show. Bills Mafia, welcome to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills News with the UK Twist. Robin, Go Mark, Matt here, talking all things Bills with the UK Twist. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good, you? good, good. You're looking forward to this because this is actually a very special episode. This is actually our 200th episode, four years, 200 episodes, and we're still going strong. So I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be a very, very fun and entertaining uh, episode today. going to have um, some quizzes, and we know we've got, if people don't know this, we have a mastermind runner-up in Robin
2: yeah that's a that's a very generous way of putting it yeah I was I was on mastermind yes I uh I I was I was one step away from the semi-finals but uh since I entered at the quarter-final stage I'm not sure that that really counts <laughs> but I still had to I did have to get through the audition uh and so I I did I was on the show I met John Humphreys did not like him uh I thought he was very very cold and unpleasant
3: um are not letting that go away. You? No, no,
2: he was very rude. And when they paused between filming, he just got up and just buggered off uh when he wasn't there, <laughs> would would not speak to anyone, would not talk to anyone, was just so above it all. Uh not not nothing like Richard Osman or Alexander Armstrong on pointless, who I have to say every bit as lovely in person as you, you would hope them to be. On, uh, on tv but yeah no i finished tied uh on 19 points with um uh another uh, contestant and she got through on fewest passes unfortunately so i went out that sucks. She, was, she was horrible she was horrible, she was you, were, horrible. you were
3: a far she, nicer bloke
2: yeah she was not she was my least favorite person the other two people who, who were in it were both really nice and i chatted to them oh and one more thing as well just to just she'd been on Mastermind before. <gasps> Now, you are allowed to go on more than once. I'm just going to say, I don't think you should. I think you get one chance and then you complain about it for the rest of your life. Don't go on again. She'd been on once before, but probably did me a favour because she was thrashed horribly in the semi-final, which almost certainly would have happened to me if I'd gone through. So I I was very much the Chesterfield in the FA Cup semi-final there, you know, with that goal in the 97 uh, semi-final against Middlesbrough. If they'd got if they'd made the final, they would have been murdered eleven nil in the final by Chelsea. So, you know, that kinda kinda of, kind of got done a favour there.
3: I feel like um, I feel like you've been waiting 30 years to get that off your chest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's basically my mastermind story. I just repeat it to anyway. Anytime the subject of mastermind comes up, I find a way of working it into a conversation. So
1: you've got you've got a bit of competition then, Mark, for this uh for this quiz, but then again, as you're saying before we went on, your your podcast had a little quiz as well and you did did well on it. We did.
3: We had a um, recorded last night, a a long snapper podcast versus the Un-American Football Show, hopefully maybe soon to be annual quiz. This was the first one that we've done um, and it was good. I won't tell you who won, <laughs> but I will tell you that my um, my mastermind specialist subject was the Bill's Super Bowl appearances, which stupidly I've watched like far more times than you would assume that you've watched <laughs> like a lot of losing Super Bowls. Especially for some reason, especially the the third one, which is the biggest like brutal. cock up of the lot of them. Yeah, absolutely yeah. brutal. I've watched that like countless times. Um but I won't tell you who won. It was it was good fun to do and well worth a listen. So go and dig that out. So you can either find it on the Long Snapper podcast or on the unofficial, the un American football show.
2: We can get another podcast team if me and Matt go in from the UK. Bills, obviously, we won't make you divide your your loyalty with your your <laughs> other podcast, uh, Mark. But maybe if we put a team in, then we've got then we just need another two people from another podcast, and then you got a you got a fatal four way. Love that. Good. We'll get we'll
1: get we'll get Charlie and Tim from the uh, Bills from yeah, the Perfect. Yeah, get Charlie and Tim. There you go. There we go. Okay. Like just, I'm just going to let you answer all the questions though, Rob. So. <laughs>
3: No, if I'll, if I'll
1: just give the the good looks of the team. <laughs> the brains and the beauty. Very much so. But before we get into the fun side, obviously we'll talk about Bills. I mean, I don't know if it's newsworthy or not, but Bobby Hart is re-signed for another, um, another year. Um, and also we're starting to get through the pre-draft um, visits, the top 30 visits. And... Some of the names on this list are uh, you've got Isaiah Spiller, you've got Bryce Brees Hall, you've got John Mechie, uh, Nick Cross, Lewis Sign, um, and Andrew Booth Jr. So it looks like they're kicking the tires and really getting to know these prospects. Mechie, Do you think, Mechie of course, my, my guy from last week. Just want uh, to just say another. No, no. Oh, we're going to look forward to that. We're gonna look forward to that, aren't we? When they draft him, and we're gonna have Robin dance. a few shows, just doing the dance and feeling celebration happy. dance in my Bills jersey. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I think yeah, the, um, the the interesting ones for me on the list are, are Spiller and Hall, consensus mm. best two running backs in the draft. Um, there's not a huge amount of of interest in running backs, especially in early rounds at the minute. That's just not running back isn't a fashionable early round pick anymore is it because you can get like very like good quality serviceable running backs in any round now almost yeah. um but it, it just if I don't know if there's if there's a, a message in there or something that we need to read into the fact that they're at least having a look at these two running backs, does that suggest? They're not happy with the the running backs room that they've got at the minute. It was going into the season last season. It was, I guess, what was deemed to be our biggest weakness. And so it proved But whether mm-hmm. that's on whether that's on the 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 offensive coordinator, whether that's on the offensive line, whether that's on the fact that we've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So you don't need to rush the ball or were they just not were they just not good enough? Um, yeah. The fact that they're having a look at running backs, though, is somewhat interesting to me.
2: Do you, do you think it's beyond the wit of uh, the Bills front office to bring in a couple of the, you know, as you say, the, 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 the more highly regarded running backs as a uh, passive aggressive side eye to the running back room to say, no one's irreplaceable, lads. Um, here's a couple of guys we might want to draft. You might want to buck your ideas up. It's It's possible.
1: I I can see that that ha, does that can happen. I think that we know that what we got. Taiwan Jones is only going to be there for special teams only. Um, obviously, you've got Zach Moss, who who know why he's going to um, what he's going to uh, his role is going to be this year. And obviously, Singletary and um, I the last names just who the one we just signed in the free agency. Fucks. Uh, Crowder, yeah. oh,
3: no, 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 he's no he's a wide receiver.
2: Oh, you're, um,
3: you're thinking of, um, a bit of um, Duke Johnson.
1: That's the one. Yes, that's sorry. It. Yes. God, this this good preparation you guys for the uh, for the quiz later on. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was just practice. That one doesn't count. <laughs> but but no, I mean, it can show as a boost. But then I'm just trying to figure out, and I've gone back through the last few years of all these pre-draft visits and just see what the likelihood is of them actually choosing guys from that list because I think if you look back at last year and they spoke with or they met uh, I'm just going to run down a few lists of these um, Jamie Sharwood of um, Auburn um Dimitric Felton, uh Tommy Tremble, Asante Samuel Jr., um Ifantu Melifamwu, Daz Newsom. So they, they met a load of players there and didn't really sign or draft anyone on that one. In twenty twenty they met with the likes of um Damian Lewis, a guard from LSU, Denzel Mims, a wide receiver, Jeremy Chin, um, and Zach Moss. And the only guys from there they took was Zach Moss. And then the year before that, I don't have the list. The list is just slow loading at the moment, but there we go. That's up now. Um, we we had the likes of Max Crosby, Ed Oliver, Montez Sweat, DJ DK Metcalf, um, the defensive end, Josh Allen, uh, Dawson Knox, Quinn and Wilson, and we only took three of those guys. So is it is it just the case that we are kicking the tires, just getting a bit more information that we couldn't get like pro day, or do you think that they have general general um interest or smoke screening?
3: I can't believe that they would bother to go through the hassle of seeing somebody if they if there wasn't some kind of legitimate interest. I would imagine some of it is down to that it's a player that interests them, that they want to get a little bit more information on. Mm. Um, and it's that always want to see him, want to see him in the flesh. The one that interests me a lot there is Andrew Booth, um, yeah. cornerback. i don't I don't understand why you see him. And obviously, I think there's there's some people that you're not going to bother having a visit with because you think they'll be gone. Source Gardner, there's no point in having a visit because he's going to be gone top five. We're not drafting top five. Um, Andrew Booth is probably in and around that bracket of players who could potentially still be there, along with your Trent McDuffies, Kyra Lambs, that type of guy. So do, does the fact, do they, what we don't know is... Have they seen enough in the other people to know where they viewed them on their board and they don't know whether where Andrew Booth fits into their list? Or is it that that's the guy they want and they're getting him so they can get a really good look at him?
2: How many visits, does anyone know just off the top of your head, like how many visits a team is allowed to have and who they pick? Because it's interesting that they only have the one cornerback. If they, they only had a limited, would it be even worth having more than one cornerback? Are you only allowed to pick perhaps one
1: per position?
3: Genuinely, I idea. I don't. I don't yeah. think so because they've got two running backs. So I because, think.
1: Yeah. You can have thirty in for an actual visit to the um to the facility and get to know them there, and it can be a wide range of positions. You can. There have been times where and I've seen it mentioned they've had private workouts and they've had that at um, pro days before and after Pro Day. So, in essence, to the to meeting at the facility, you can only have 30. Obviously, with COVID years, because it was all done, FaceTime and all that, they could have a lot more. But physical visits now is back down to 30. Right, OK. So, it's, it's it interesting. It
2: almost seems like a shot, it's shot in the dark, doesn't it? When you think of all the players registered for the draft, there's 31 other teams picking... In the same round as you, each and every round, and mm. you're looking at that conversion rate of people that you're getting a draft visit for that you end up drafting. It almost just seems the yeah. too long for to get the guy that you actually want, who you actually had a visit with. It just seems almost like a lottery. win.
3: that's the thing. I think that's why they would only they're only going to bother seeing people who I think they think they've got a <laughs> realistic chance of potentially drafting. You know, mm. they're, they're not they're not having visits with. Aiden Hutchinson, who might go one overall, because you know what's the point? Um, some of the other guys
2: has an un, hasn't hasn't anyone who they think is an unknown quantity.
3: Yeah, I think that's probably
2: the film, and
3: you know, I think there's also probably an element of it that goes into um, if they because they will do mock drafts as much as as everybody else, and they will know just by I guess talking to other GMS and by having an idea of what other teams' weaknesses are. They will have an idea of what other teams are looking to pick, so if they can get a bit of information on a player that might go to a division rival um mm. then that's probably not a bad idea to get someone in just so they can learn more about how they can exploit him when they play
1: yeah, that's a good That's a good strategy yeah. just, it's a good strategy could it could actually happen i mean it it, it is it's the interesting part i say the whole draft process in that is 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 smart and it really gets you thinking a how many what positions of the um of the draft they're looking at could be tipping the hat that they're looking that much heavier in the um draft I think last year there was a fair few more defensive players especially on the defensive line and obviously with our first two picks we doubled down on that so maybe there are hints and clues of what weight Bean is thinking of going in the draft but We'll find that out in literally what three two weeks two weeks time two something. weeks two weeks two, two weeks, weeks tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. But, nice. So let's let's get some fun. And unfortunately, I really wish I, it was
3: the bank holiday the next day. That would make life oh, it would good,
1: it? so much more so much easier. You know what? We we'll, I think us in the UK we should petition <laughs> the NFL to move the draft back. To the um, to the Easter weekend, whenever that is in yeah. the UK, so we can actually watch it and have uh, and not have to worry about going to work and play we'll the bloody Super Bowl on,
3: night. and play the Super Bowl on a bloody Saturday, yes,
2: <laughs> yeah, that'll do. or Friday night,
3: yeah, don't yeah. care,
2: yeah, I'll sell, I'll sell for that, yeah, don't
1: care, just not just not work day the next day, so come on, <laughs> NFL, exactly so let's let's move on let's get the fun part of the way and unfortunately robin i don't have the uh the mastermind music i don't have this <laughs> music yeah. um, i could put a little jingle in but it's it's gonna be fun anyway yeah go on let's get into the quiz i'm gonna do the okay. quiz first then what we've got is a march madness style bracket and i'll explain a bit more about that in yeah. a um once we get round to it i've got the list here there's one question where i'm going to ask you um to alternate your answers and we'll get to that and i'll let you know and we'll divvy up and actually see who gets the uh who gets the most and i'm going to give you each an option to uh to answer so the, what's the what's the Who Wants to Be Millionaire little show tune? <laughs> uh, <laughs> question number one. In the year two thousand.
2: So this is for both of us. So we just have to jump in and answer this first. Sorry to go on about the rules. You both, you we'll, both allow we'll to answer. control the pun. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so let's have a look. So Rob, first, first two shouts in. So Rob, your buzzer could be. Uh, just say your name.
2: I'll, yeah. say, I'll, say, I'll just say. I'll say. just say the answer. Maybe
1: you could say. That. Yeah, just say the answer. <laughs> just, okay. just say the answer. Right. I'll all ask, to sure all 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 ask the answer first. Yeah. So, and if you don't get it right, your opponent gets the opportunity, which he has anyway, because yes. he gets to jump in first. Also. Yes. Okay. So in 2000, who led the Bills in sacks? Oh Ooh, oh, um uh,
2: mark. De- these are my dead spot years,
1: <laughs> oh. Mark, yeah, I'll go for a mark. in two thousand,
3: um baby Jerry Hughes? nope, darn it. Uh,
2: I think he's past his era, but i can't I can't think of anyone else, Bruce Smith. Nope, it's Marcellus Wiley.
1: Oh jeez, really. really? Uh, ten and a half sacks in his fourth season in Buffalo uh, this could be a this could be a low scorer (laughs) so question number two which team did the Buffalo Bills face the most times during the nineteen ninety Super Bowl Dallas yes points to Robin question number three Eric Moulds was the Buffalo Bills top receiver during the first half of the 2000s. Which 2004 first round draft pick was the Bills main receiver for the remaining years of the decade? You get four options. It's Marcus Easley, Terrell Owens, Andre Johnson, or Lee Evans. Evans. Robert's got it. Ah! Yep. <laughs> Come on, Mark. You're I was just about to that. say that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe you can maybe you get this one. Good luck. Let's have a look. Number four. In Super Bowl 27 against the Dallas Cowboys. Late in the game, Leon Lett looked Don good. Like a- oh yeah. Oh, I, was say. <laughs> <laughs> I will complete the quiz, but it's uh the onlet looked to be heading to a meaningless score. Who ran it down and knocked the ball out of bounds? Mark got it. Don Beebe.
2: Don. Good
1: man. No, number five. Why did Bill's running back, Thurman Thomas, miss the Bill's first the two game offensive game. plays? Mark,
3: Mark couldn't find his helmet. I just I said that. Oh.
2: <laughs> so he lost his helmet. he put his he put his, he always puts his helmet on the thirty four yard
1: line because that's his number. And that's why that's why he lost it. It wasn't yeah. there, someone had moved it. So, who got that first? Come on, be be honest. Who got that first? I've no
2: idea. I'm a pretty fair person. I wouldn't normally say this unless I was absolutely certain. I do believe it was me. Okay, all right.
1: 3 1, 3 Whatever. 1. one. <laughs> <laughs> what was Bill's linebacker, Daryl Talley's nickname? You get. Four options Spider Man, Duke of Awesomeness, The Hammer, or all of them. All of them, yep. Oh,
2: <laughs> you don't like a multi nickname sort of a guy, yeah. That makes sense, and you
3: wouldn't argue with him, would you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You
1: definitely say, not. Whatever you say, Dad, definitely not. Uh, number what we got, number six now, I think. Yes, it's 3 2. It's 3 2 to Robin. So, okay. which j- round? J- dubiously. <laughs> dubiously, yeah. We'll put, uh, put a little play, asterisk play a on that. Later. <laughs> later. For those
2: of you listening, you'll you'll know what
1: happened. <laughs> the animal. In which round of the NFL draft did the Bills select Thurman Thomas? Second. Yeah, Robin's got it. 4 That's 2. Second Robin. round. 4 2, Robin. Round question number seven. What is the former Bills quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick's nickname? Mads. Oh. Fitzmagic. Nope. Harvard. Nope. Oh. His nickname? His nickname. Not Fitzmagic? Nope. The Amish Rifle. Oh. Oh.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's good. good. Yeah, that's good. Did
1: not know that. No one, no one got a point on that. Still 4-2 to Robin. Oh, okay. What was the nickname of the Bills offensive line of the nineteen seventies?
2: Oh god. Um oh we had this. We had this in I think we had this in London. Was it, it the Victoria. um
3: was it the electric company?
1: Correct. Yes. Yeah, good one. Protecting OJ and all that. Yeah, yeah. So it's four three. So, uh, this one is alternate picks. It's what, sorry? There's alternate picks on this one. Okay. So, you've got to name six Buffalo Bills players, coaches or executives that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So, I'm going to start with Robin first. Jim Kelly. Yep. Mark. Uh, Andre Reed. Robin. Bruce. Yep.
3: Mark. Okay. Marv Levy.
1: Yep. Robin. Oh.
2: Steve Tasker. No. Oh, I thought he was a nominee. Damn it. <laughs> Am I out? No, you still
1: you oh, still, okay. still going. We'll still go to each name. Um,
0: clearly, clearly.
1: Yeah. Oh, so Mark. Uh, OJ Simpson. Yep. Oh, Robin, God. Herman Summers. Yep. Mark. Uh, uh, Ralph Walston. Yep. Oh, Robin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
2: just... Oh, um... Bill Polian. Yep.
3: Uh, have we said James Lofton yet?
1: No, nope. we have not. James no. Lofton. Uh, James Lofton. <laughs> Robin. Oh, uh, that was my other one. Oh. Can't have in. many
3: left, surely, can we? Uh, uh, yes.
1: Yeah. There is two left at least. Three. Uh, you said Thurman Thomas. You said Bruce Smith. You said Andre Reid. said Marlon Levy. You said Ralph Wilson, Bill Polian. There is four left. I'll give you a clue four on left. one of them. He played one season with us. Technically, he's technically a Buffalo Bills yeah. player. So yeah. it's oh. Robin's go. T.O. Al Owens. Yep. Yeah. So there's three more to go. Actually, we've said
3: Jim Kelly, right?
1: We've said, yeah, Jim, yeah, Kelly. I
2: said Jim Kelly. first. Um, I thinking, I'm thinking of guys in yellow jackets. Yeah. There's always like a group club, isn't it, with the guys in yellow jackets? But I think we've said them. I'll
1: yeah. say there's, there's two players and one executive. Or coach. Um,
3: something in my something in my head is telling me that um, that Dick LeBeau is linked to Buffalo somehow, and he's in the hall, so
1: I'll go with him. Nope, Robin.
2: I think it's going to be a coach. And it's going to be a coach that maybe only coached for a couple of years or something like that. Or, oh, yeah, oh. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I, no, no it's, it's the guy who was the, the coach in the AFL years, the head coach in the AFL years when we won two. No. three.
1: No, no. John. Do, do you give up? Do you not gonna get the last do you think you can get the last three? No, no, I, yeah, I don't know who they are. No? Yeah. Okay. So they are let me just go back up here. You have uh, Joe De Lameleur. Well, I can never pronounce his name right. Wouldn't have got that Would not one. Have Billy Shaw.
3: Oh uh, that i I recognize the name. He was like fifties or sixties, wasn't he?
1: Sixties. Yeah. Uh, and Assistant coach, Tom Flores.
3: Tom Flores?
1: Oh. Uh, so, on, on that one, you've both got five. So, at the no moment, the score is now 9-7 to Robin. This one, who has had the most receiving yards? Stefan Diggs, James Lofton, Fred Jackson, or Sammy Watkins? Lofton. No. Not, yeah. Oh. Freddie. Not
2: Freddie. Who? Freddie. Fred Jackson.
1: No. Diggs. Ah. Oh.
2: Diggs. Wow. Stephon really? Diggs had... Oh, so the
1: most of those four? Yes. Diggs the... had. Oh, okay. Right, not the most ever. Oh, I
3: thought you meant the most ever. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. So, <laughs> Stefan Diggs had, has got, so far, 2,760. James Lofton has 2,736. Brett Jackson has 2,640 receiving yards. Sammy Watkins has 2,459 receiving yards.
3: Crazy stats from Diggs, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially only after a couple of seasons. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, next question. So, it was just still 9-7 there after that round. In 2009, who was the leading passer? So, the leading passer and quarterback, was it Brian Brough, Trent Edwards, or Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick?
2: I'm going to say Trent Edwards.
1: It was Ryan Fitzpatrick. It was Fitzie? OK. It was. only yeah, was 2009,
2: uh, that was, the, was that the year we started 0-8, was that 2010? Yeah.
1: It's only just, I think it was like a few hundred, I didn't have the stats um, written up, but it was only like a few hundred that Fitzpatrick had more than Edwards, so it could have been either one. Still a legend. They're all legends, yes. <laughs> so, who did the Buffalo Bill beat in the AFC Championship round to advance to the 1992 Super Bowl? Miami. Bingo. That's ridiculous knowledge. <laughs> how do you get that, how, how do do you the, that how so was, fast?
2: That was, um, um, I think that was 10-7, wasn't it? That was the one that was like punt, 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 punt sort of about the fourth quarter, I think. I think so, yeah. That. Miami got a turnover and looked like they were going to get them. And then I think they turned it back, I think. I think that was the 26th one. Oh,
0: then thanks. it was,
2: I think then it was the Steelers or the Broncos, I think, in twenty seven and twenty-eight. I think. 25, of course, was the Raiders.
3: Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, the no, Annihilators. You know, it, it was 51-3. <laughs> that was a 51-3 was game,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that was the yeah. 51-3, yeah. So, it's all to, all pride to play for in this one, Mark. Is this la- the last question? This is the last question. Robin's being been sure. at 10-8 at the moment. Just yeah, I'll t-
2: put it just five, just five, points, five points
3: on this one. This I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm going to take only losing by two, given that he seemingly is... Like the rain man
1: of Bill's knowledge. (laughs) So, who was the Bill's number one draft pick in 2011? And for a bonus point, can you tell me what pick number he was? I'll tell Darius number three. I mean, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Well, I think that two-point loss has now turned into a...
3: Four points. It's not. It's not even possible. <laughs> because
1: that's that. That's right, though, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah, it was, was, yes.
2: Because we could have had. Because if we if we'd lost one more game the previous season, we'd have had Cam Newton, wouldn't they? We? we could have had Von Miller. Oh, was he?
1: Two, was he two thousand eleven? He was two. Yeah, Cam Newton oh, oh, was one. Oh. Von Miller was two. Darius was three. Oh. oh okay. Ah. See, you'd learn a bit of knowledge. You'd learn a bit of knowledge to a nice Have fun you given quiz. him
3: these questions before, Matt? No. There's, no. there's no way no one knows that Marcel Darius was picked three that quickly. It's just not physically possible. <laughs> no one knows that. Even Marcel Darius doesn't know that.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, I I will say that these questions were made literally like an hour or so ago. So when I, when I, when, contact- when I record, when I'm, re- when we're recording this, is like Robin in like the
3: next room along to you. So you like <laughs> do all the prep together.
2: We're on a delay. This, like, this is like, a, <laughs> this is like an hour ago. So yeah. I've, had, I've,
1: had to rehearse. <laughs> I've got, I've been texting him single handedly just saying, yeah, this is the answer. This is the answer. That's, in- <laughs> <Yeah>. That's insane. <laughs> so now we know why Howie won pointless as well. That's I boxers.
2: Yeah. I managed to pull uh, Mikhail Kessler out the. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, I don't want to spoil what happened at the end if you haven't seen the episode yet. We'll
1: get we'll, we'll
2: get Rob to link it. Eight years, eight years ago this month it was uh, that it was on telly. Really? Yeah, eight, ah. it, was, it was. actually yeah because it came up on my time hop thing and it was like April the eighth or something. It was up, it was on TV. You
3: could uh, come uh, on you you could tell us the exact minute that it was. Let's be honest. <laughs> if if I've learnt anything,
2: I probably could. <laughs> Also, a bit fun fun fact, uh, they basically told us beforehand, they said if you win and you go on Twitter or social media, like or in your trophy, we'll take it off you and the prize money. You cannot say a word to anyone until and, and we were not allowed to tell a, a, tell a soul. They said you're allowed to tell your mum and like you're allowed to tell like one other person, but you are not allowed to go, go to the pub and tell your mates that you won. <laughs> I'm not you... allowed to do that. And they said, We've so taken that... the price of money off
1: people. And I was so like, you... oh. with, with that, you're thinking to yourself, you tell one other person, tell your mum, what, how do you know your mum's not going to tell?
2: Yeah, I, it... had to swear, I had to swear my mum to secrecy, and I, I, obviously I trusted her, and she said, I promise I won't tell anyone. My sister and her two young children watched the episode having no idea what was going to happen. And like, I they, mean, they, they were like, Rob and met, like seven and eight fake. or something. I think
3: five, sure I they must have known that you were going to win though, right? Well,
2: no, well, I <laughs> I'm fairly mean,
3: sure, if, if I ever go on who wants to be a millionaire and there's a question on the bills from like
1: 1996, <laughs> six round draft, I'm coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's awesome. I mean what's next? What's next? You got you got the chase. You got tipping point.
2: I, well, I apply for the chase, but they I don't think they'll have me because you have to write down any of the shows that you've been on. And I think because of like the scandal, because of like the coughing major, um, they're really hyper about like like not pro, but you know, quizzes that sort of go on and do it. Um so because you have to tell them if you've been on another show, that I think that basically put me to the back of the queue. That's the only other one that I would consider doing be the Who wants to be in there is a total scam. So to let's go into <laughs> Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so So let's go into the second fun activity, the build bracket. Okay. So like the March Madness with the basketball, we've got two sides. We've got the offensive side, defensive side, four players, and it's almost like an argument, so to speak. So the first bracket up on the offense is Josh Allen versus Devin Singletary. So,
3: <laughs> is uh, that an argument?
1: Is this some sort of trick question? Is, yeah. this, is, this, the, is this the other Josh Allen? <laughs> yes. This the other Josh Allen. Yes. No. This this was hopefully. So I save up for the for the last one because I think next one might be a uh, might be a little bit more. I think debate. this is definitely this is definitely a first seed versus last seed thing, there, yes. isn't it? Number, yes. number yes. one seed Josh Allen uh, versus number four seed Devin Singletary. I think I think that's a fairly conclusive answer.
3: Okay, yeah, so yeah, we're uh, both we're all big we're all big
1: Singletary fans here.
3: So let's go. Uh, uh,
2: uh, no offense to Devon, but if if my mother was you know burning in a in a house fire and Josh was in there as well, I'd, I'd probably get Josh first. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's you know she's had a good life. <laughs> Josh yeah. has a lot of lot of football in front of him. You know, that's just that's just that's just the calculus I'm running through. So, if I yeah, if I I'm... came
3: home one day and found Devon Singletary in bed with my wife, I'd like getting I'd get in a row with him and ask him to leave. If Josh <laughs> was in there, I'd like I tuck him in, ask him if he yeah. You know, I
2: bring a bring cup of tea. Yeah, can I get For can Arthur. I get your
3: cup of tea? You carry yeah. on, Josh. Good luck. Yeah,
2: sorry, I'll try not to make too much noise. Don't want to put you off. Yeah, <laughs> I'll,
3: get the, I'll get the breakfast ready. I'll get the breakfast. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and, and, and anything else you need, Josh? <laughs>
1: yeah. So okay so so we know then that Josh Allen has uh, unanimously made it to the uh, to the final round of the offense. The second one is Isaiah McKenzie versus Stefan Diggs.
3: Uh, I mean uh,
2: again, we love little day we lo- I love him love his touchdown celebrations,
1: but uh, yeah, there's only one in that. Yeah. yeah, so even okay. though Mackenzie can can do it, uh can do it all, play cornerback, well so can Stefan Diggs. I'm sure he could turn his hand to
2: it if he if he
1: had to. Yeah, so Diggs, Diggs surely all day long. Diggs all day. Okay, so now Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs to win the offensive bracket. Now, let's see where your loyalties <laughs> lie. Is it still Josh Allen? or Yes. yes, yeah. <laughs> Josh
2: Allen over my mother in a fire says sorry Steph.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Diggs, I think if I found Diggs at home in bed with my missus, I think I'd be you know, uh, there's, there's a bit of me that would be like, oh, you know, sorry to disturb shouldn't really be doing this, so if if there's a chance yeah. you could, if there's a chance so, you could go
2: that, if you've that, got a minute can we talk about this because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a little disappointed. I'm not angry but I am a little disappointed
3: I'm disappointed in you whereas Josh yeah. if if Josh is there then I'm saying to my missus you know fair play too well done yeah yeah <laughs> okay
1: so no, yeah Josh so, makes it yeah. so the winner of the offensive bracket is Josh Allen who yeah. will be facing from the defensive side so the first yeah. one is Micah Hyde versus mm-hmm. Trey White. Oh. Ooh. Oh now, now this is now now you're
2: talking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not so um, easy now, is it? No. I have got an answer for this. Go
2: for it. I, I oh.
3: it's it's uh, it's Trey White for me. Yeah. Um and I think the reason the main reason being is that I kind of, I love the fact that he's turned out to be an incredible player, um, Mm -hmm. but also for the fact that for the shit he's had to put up with for being the player that we almost got as a result of the Pat Mahomes trade, where we didn't get Mahomes, we ended up with Trey White. He's had to put up with a lot from even Bill's fans about being that guy that we've got when we could have got Pat Mahomes. Um the fact that he has taken that all on, shrugged it off, been one of the top corners in the league. Um and and we didn't need Pat Mahomes because we've got the better quarterback now. Um delighted that we've ended up with um with all day Trey. So yeah, I'm I'm saying Trey White. Yeah.
2: I, I agree with all of that. I would say as well, devoted family man. Just uh, everyone absolutely loves Trey. Um, you you almost he's he's so good. You almost never hear from him in a in a game because they just they, they, don't, they don't go anywhere. And I'm going to say Micah Hyde. Wow. I'm going to say Micah Hyde <laughs> as my as my go. And and Trey, I hey, that would be you know he'd be he I'd be perfectly happy if he went through as well. But I'm going to say Micah Hyde because I. I think for the when McDermott came in, he built that defense from back to front, and he wanted to get two safeties, and he wanted to get two generals to march around that field and just direct the traffic. And they they sit on the on the on the edge of the battlefield, surveying the troops. And I think if you're gonna go into war, I think you take Michael Hyde. I think they're both brilliant, and I, I I love them both. But I don't think you could find a more solid, unruffleable, outstanding safety and 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 key piece of the Bills team. The Hyde. Great. So that
1: means I've, uh,
2: that means I've got.
1: the... Uh, that, that, was, that was
2: a lot of fun because that was that was very difficult.
1: I've got to decide a factor now, haven't I? I've got the same vote to see who goes through to the uh, to the final of it. Oh. God damn it! Why can both of you agree on one pick? Uh... I mean, this is this is an offensive versus de- defensive
2: battle. This is a war. This is a fight to the death. This is I... not a this is not an arm flexing beauty contest about yes. who we like for. This is who do you want to go into battle with? This let me, this, let me
3: is, plant this, this is the man that took the hit while on the ground from Rob Gronkowski and got straight back up, brushed it off. We're like who the fuck are you gronk do one he can go into battle with the best of them and i what i think that with with safety that's a position that you can you know I, I love micah hyde and i think it's amazing i think they're the best clearly the best safety tandem in in the league but i think you can take a another safety and do a job almost as well as micah hyde not as well you take Trey White out of our cornerback room and it's a it's a completely different thing. I don't think there's many corners in the league that can do what Trey White does. Micah
2: Hyde like made a pick in the wild card round against the Patriots that was so good the Patriots receiver was still going to the ground, having completed the catch, only to notice that the ball wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I I think like all of us, we've watched that replay so many times, and we think if we watch it one more time, that Patriots guy's is making that, and that's a touchdown. Because <laughs> if they, it's the pick is that good. That was seven zero. I think the Bills were going to win because I think they were the better team. I don't. I'm not. Pretty clearly. Scored every time we had. May them. have made for a more difficult game. It may have given them pause if they make that play. That's seven all bills have to go I think they win anyway I think it's a demonstration of not just the the dependableness of Micah Hyde but his ability to make those flash plays um and and everything that people say about the safety I think you could be said about corner and why we miss Trey and I think we definitely miss Trey against the Chiefs well the guys we got came in we still won what four or five of the last six and thrashed the Patriots without him no one is irreplaceable. Man, We've got to pick a man for war, we pick Micah. Where's
1: Where's the Where's the coin for myself when When I need it? <laughs> oh Lord, both make very compelling arguments. It's hard to go for one or the other. Put it Put it this way: If you're picking
3: a a, bi- a best Bills player, a best Bills defensive player, like that, you can't drop. I think you're picking Troy White all the time. Over almost anyone else in that defense, if everyone's fit and play well, he is the he is the first name on the defensive team sheet.
1: Okay, okay, Robin, have you got anything to add to that? that- I mean, the final remark because
2: you're going to have to make your, your 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 thing at the same time. The, the question often is in so many is not who's the best player that you add to the team it's not the best player who you put first on the team sheet it's the player you can't live without and we managed to live without Trey I don't think we live without Micah and I think we will miss Hyde and Poyer when they eventually go because they're they are ever presence on the team and we've never had to survive without them
1: you know what? I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put this on Twitter when this episode actually <laughs> down get, at least at least to get their view. Cause obviously I've got to make a decision right now, which is gonna be hard, but I wanna see what what obviously li- everyone listening to you two giving their um bits for each one, see which ones they would actually go through. Ah, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm Oh man, this is gonna kill me if I get if this is a thing. I'm so sort of leaning with Robin on that with Mecca Hyde, just because he is just center field. He he's pretty much the last line because if you get if you take Trey White and a cornerback out, you have the safeties behind to cover. If you have if you take Hyde out, and you've got someone like Demar Hamlin. though, disrespect to him, he's. He was a seventh round rookie that actually didn't make um that's come in. If you plug him in, he might be a bit more susceptible to the balls over the top. So I think I would have to choose Mika. It's fine, it's okay. You can both be wrong. It's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, I'm I'm fine with the uh, with the guy that actually beat you twelve eight in the uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean to like like I said. Like Bill's Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> so to face him in the final, you've got Ed Oliver. Okay. Or Matt Milano. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what do we say on that one?
2: Who went first last time? Uh, did Mark go first last time? I think it's probably. Mark fair first last time. I, I think it's probably fair if I if I go first, then that gives Mark a bit more prep time. So I would put it down to. Ed Oliver, the number eight pick, if I remember rightly, in the draft nine. versus... Was he nine, was he? Sorry.
3: Nine. So you get that one wrong. <laughs> yeah, right, did I? Um, but Marcel Darius, right there. Marcel Darius, <laughs> right there. Yeah,
2: what can I say? Um, versus Matt Milano. I'm probably going to get this round. I think fifth round. Or yeah. I was going to say fourth round. fifth round, wasn't it? Round. So, round. for round. me, I, you know, I have to apply the same logic. Who is the guy with the, if you like, natural ability to raise the team versus the guy you can't do without. And I would say Milano. Because I think maybe he's had a point to prove. Maybe he's he, he just had a slower learning curve than everyone else. But when you see him dashing around the field, being everywhere, causing trouble, making havoc, causing aggro, I think, I, I really like Ed Oliver. I think he's going to go on. I think he's going to have a very good year in 2022. But again, if you know, in a head-to-head, who do I want to take into battle with me? I'm going to say Milano.
1: Okay, Mark.
3: Um, yeah, I, I really like Matt Milano as well. Very, very handsome man. alright uh, Which has got to play into his, uh, got to play into his favour. But I would probably say at Oliver. Um, he rides a fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> Dude rides a horse down the streets of Buffalo. Yeah, in a pair in a pair of dungarees. If that doesn't win, then yes, what's the point in owning a horse?
2: Yeah,
3: damn it! you it again
1: <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord! I think this one for me is a little bit more straightforward because I've always been a Matt Milano fan yeah, since he's, his Boston College days. Matt's brilliant, so,
3: and I th- I think yeah. he's um he's well worthy as I think that. It, line, linebacker it's a weird one isn't it because I think a lot was placed on um, what we were going to do at that position and he kind of wasn't the guy that I think a lot of people assumed would become the standout but he's almost become our most important linebacker and yeah, um, yeah I, I think he's great but but he doesn't ride a horse so. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: exactly. so perfect so in the final we have Micah Hyde versus Matt Milano
3: Mark. I would definitely say Tradavius White. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, let me just check. Uh no, he, he got knocked he got knocked out.
3: <laughs> um Hyde for me, I think. Hyde. Um yeah, he's um yeah, after, after a Tredavious White, he's the best player in our defense. He's um yeah, phenomenal talent. As soon as we got him as a free agent from um, Green Bay, I think. He yep. was the—you um, could tell that he was going to be a difference maker. I don't think he's the same player without Poya there, and I think it's well worth the shout to say that Poya um, allows him to be the player that I think he's become, and they complement each other fantastically. But yeah, um, my guide. Okay,
2: Robin. Yeah, it's, that's a very, very good point about the tandem. How good would either either person be? Do they come as a as a package? Are they actually a package deal? It's, it, another, is,
3: it's another reason Tredavious White should have got through, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave it yeah. there. You know, if only, <laughs> if only, if only you'd mentioned that before, right? Uh, <laughs> that got bitter, was, that, that, that,
2: you might have gone <laughs> over the top with that, with that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, like I say, I think, yeah, he's he, he's the linchpin, he's the foundation, he's the he's the keystone, the foundation piece of that defence. He, he's a, a master
1: of all these today. I think you have to say Michael Hyde. Oh, thank God I didn't have to make the decision there, because I would have gone Matt Milano. Because <laughs> <laughs> so thank God for that. <laughs> right, last one, because I know I've got an interview lined up, and it's going to be a it's going to be a reminiscence for me with the um with the interview because Alex is going to be joining me, and we're going to relive the old times. But nice. last thing, you've got twenty million to build your Bills offence. So you'll need a quarterback, a running back, a tight end, two wide receivers, and an offensive lineman. So your offence, you can have Jim Kelly, who's worth five million. Josh Allen worth four million. Ryan Fitzpatrick worth three million. Tyrod Taylor worth two million. EJ Manuel, one million. He's worth a, he's worth a Mars bar and a packet of pegs. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, which one would you guys choose out of those? Oh,
3: I can't take any of the final three. For a quarterback, it has to be Josh or Jim Kelly. Um, I got, think just to, for, for me to save money elsewhere, although Kelly, you know, is the absolute pinnacle, I'll save a dollar and I, I would go with Josh. Hey,
2: if hey. I'm... If I'm getting, if my maths is right, and most of the time it is, but occasionally it's wrong, um, 20 million for five players is 4 million a player. So I think you try and get that, you, you, you try and average out 4 million a player. I think you go with Josh. I'm going to skimp on running backs by using Josh's
1: mobility. I'm saying Josh Allen as well. Okay, so both of you have got Josh Allen. Okie dokie. So running back, you've got Thurman Thomas. Five million, O.J. Simpson four million, Fred Jackson three million, La McCoy two million, Willis McGahee one million. Go on, Robin. You first.
2: Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm go- I, you know, I like a bargain. I like value. I think La McCoy was the best player we had in pretty much the drought years. He, he was almost an offense for us. I think two million is an absolute steal. So you you got yourself a deal, Mister. I'm taking the McCoy for two million. I think that's fantastic value.
1: Mark,
3: I'm, I would have done exactly the same thing. Yeah, and it allows me to to spend my money elsewhere. Um, I've got a Sean McCoy Bills jersey. Absolutely loved him and what he brought to the team. Um, shady for me, two
1: million. Kill cool. right, tight ends. Pete Metzala's. If I pronounce his name wrong, I've probably butchered his name Five Don't
3: bother million. say don't bother saying any of the others. That's the answer.
1: <laughs> Scott Chandler, four million. Dawson Knox, three million. Lee Smith, two million, Nick O'Leary, one million. He's the grandson of Jack Nicholas. He is. And he doesn't didn't wear gloves <laughs> Um yeah, it's
3: it's Pete Metzalas for me. Um, there in the glory years, Super Bowl tight end, um, could do it all. Should get more recognition than he does, but he's he's the best tight end the Bills have ever had. And we've I've got the money to spend, so why not,
1: <laughs> Robin? Yeah,
2: we've yeah, we freed up a lot of cap cap space with uh, with Shady. I'm going to I'm going to play it slightly safer. And bearing in mind, I have got Josh Allen. I think the Josh Allen to Dawson Knox connection can't be overlooked. How how you know, Kelly and Metzlars, yes, Alan and Metzlars, I'm not so sure. Are they gonna be in sync? Guys of a different generation. I'm going Dawson Knox for, for three million, which leaves me eleven. That's right, for my last two players. Same Dawson Knox.
3: <laughs> so you can you can afford one of those six million pound players. <laughs> <And> that's that's
1: what i go for. So right, so Robin at the moment, yeah, so four, six, seven million you've spent so far mark spent nine was it 10 no,
2: I 11 think, i think i
1: spent nine and four two and three i think uh four mccoy yes four two and three six yeah nine sorry I, i'm yeah. 11 oh my math is shite today <laughs> all right so two wide receivers you've got andre reed five million eric molds four million stefan diggs three million Lee Evans two million Stevie Johnston one million
3: oh, I mean there's a bit of recency bias here and I mean how, how many more
1: how many more players do we have to go? You've got two wide receivers and an offensive lineman. Oh crap oh right, there's three players still oh right okay yeah <laughs> that, that, that changes things. six <laughs>
2: players six players for twenty million then
3: yes job i did go for Knox then then i would have gone andre reed here but i will go um digs for three
1: so digs one of yours and the other one you got two wide receivers yeah we're
2: picking
3: two okay
1: okay oh oh god um
3: two wide receivers so digs and oh god (laughs)
1: Who was the $2 option? Lee Evans. Or Stevie Johnson is the 1000000 million.
3: I'll go Lee Evans for $2. Lee
1: Evans. Evans Diggs, $2. And
3: jo- Diggs and Evans. I'm happy with that. You, and I'm hoping that that leaves me with enough money for whoever the last player it might be. <laughs> you
1: have $4 million left.
3: Right. Well, whoever that is. Good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Robin. So, I'm going to say so. Eric Moles was the first Bills jersey ever had. Okay. I think again, Diggs for three million is in, is incredible value. If I only had to pick one receiver, I'd probably go with Hall of Famer Andre Reid. Yeah. So I'm going to say Molds and Diggs. total seven million, which I think me and Mark end up on six, sixteen each. I think with four million for our final player. I believe that
1: is the case. I'm surprised no one went with Stevie Johnson for what he did as a uh, as a seventh rounder. For what he did yep. as a seventh rounder, granted he had.
2: He had some amazing plays but yeah. there was a reason he was a se- se- seventh rounder he dropped a few he you know he, he sort of went missing um yeah. I liked it I but as, as a guy I, I I liked him a great deal but um yeah he got the big contract and I'm not saying the contract meant that he played like that but he he got the contract and he had another year or two after that that I, I didn't think he really it was a it was a flashy sort of player, but there was there
1: was a lot there that sort of went missing. So last one, offensive lineman. You could have Joe Delamelaire for five million, Kent Hull for four million, Eric Woods for Eric Wood for three million, Ruben Brown for two million, or John Feliciano for one million.
3: Well, I've got four dollars to spend.
1: But what I'll do is if you don't use it all up, yeah. I'll give you one opportunity to change one of those positions for for um, for um a different player if you want. If you don't use all the 20 million.
3: Yeah, I, I'm going to go $3 for Eric Wood. Love that guy. Incredible servant. Brilliant centre. Um, Yeah, Eric Wood for me. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't know enough about the other o lineman. I'm afraid. Eric Wood, I was... Uh, always had a lot of time for again during the drought years terrific play for us which yeah leaves a million I, I think thinking back I'm I'm pretty happy with the choices I made actually I think I'm just going to blow the million on a fast car yeah. or maybe a big party, <laughs> a big party or something <laughs> <laughs> just take it in drugs or coke or something uh,
1: yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I'm going to say Eric Wood and uh, keep the change So you're keeping the, you're keeping the million change yeah Mark, you do you want to make any change? Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, it it pains me to say it. it. It pains me to say it because I love him so much, as we've covered in this very discussion. But I'm going to change Josh Allen for Jim Kelly.
2: Josh wow! Because <laughs> yeah. Jim, Jim
3: Jim Kelly is a Hall of Fame, the best quarterback we've ever had. Yeah. That's all right. That's like me. That's like me getting rid of Wayne Rooney, but I'm picking in for Eric Cantona because Cantona is a legend. Um, and so yeah, it's um, it's Jim Kelly for me as quarterback. Now I can afford him. Okay. So uh,
1: what I'm going to do is I'm going to post this on on Twitter. Give it a poll. I'm not going to reveal the actual players because people will then just see it and then just make the decision there. So hopefully they'll listen to it and listen to the reasoning for it and see who comes out on top on that and i'll bring in the interview in a um in a second but guys that is episode 200 in the bag oh my god i i was actually shocked that four years ago i made the first episode with alex and then didn't think i'd even make it to episode 50 let alone 200 <laughs> Mate, it's been a
3: pleasure to be involved in. I think I was involved in. I think one of the one of the very very first episodes, just as a as a random, you know, let's get some listeners on and see how they got into the bills. Yeah. Um, so I was on it there, and I've been uh, you know loyal listener since. Um, delighted to be involved in the last however many um, myself and Robin have been involved in. But I think it's a, a congratulations to you a for starting it and getting it going because it's been a brilliant thing for, for Bill's fans in this country and around the world to listen to. Um, and I think any podcast that gets around uh, to 200 episodes with some of the guests that you've had on it is a testament to to you and your organisation skills and your dedication. So congratulations to you.
2: Thank yes, you. Here, 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 Matt. I'd like to, like to uh, uh, second that. I think that's an incredible achievement. If you can run through your highlight reel, <clears throat> the people you've managed to get on the show.
1: My highlight reel...
2: Yeah, especially that young man that was on in the first couple of episodes, uh, Robin.
1: <laughs> Ian his name was, wasn't
2: he? Ian, Tim, Ian, Rob. Tim. I mean he goes by so <laughs> many different names. He's a, <laughs> Tim musician, he's, a Jim. Dancer, he's a singer, he's a performer, he's a <laughs> too. Um, oh, the quiz I do remember I do remember that guy was asked his opinion because this was two thousand and eighteen and we just drafted Josh Allen and I was asked my opinion about what I thought. Now, out of interest, I think the Bills just recently retweeted the we've just picked Josh Allen in the first round of the 2018 draft. Have a quick read of the comments
3: of, of <laughs> what people
2: have said and people just people just LOLing and and yeah. And, and yeah, you're a trash organization. I wanted my, I wanted Josh Rosen. Yeah, this guy can't throw this, you know, lol, see you at the bottom of the league kind of thing. Toot toot, mind the gap and all of that sort of stuff. And um I said he'll be good enough. I, I play this slightly safe. I said I think he'll be good enough. He'll and even hey, what, what's
3: brilliant is that even that was wrong.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah, it brilliant I, I, that that's the I, case? I no balls that one. Yeah. I, yeah. Had, I had I had Mason Rudolph. I wanted Mason Rudolph that year. <laughs> it just <laughs> goes to show. Wow. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, yes. 200, 200, episodes, mate. So here's to 200 more. I, I, it would be fantastic if, uh, yeah, if I'm still around. That would be, that would be, uh, that would be fantastic. Getting to to 300 and then 400, mate, It'd be absolutely brilliant. It's uh, fully
1: deserved. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. It's only going from strength to strength. Well, so right. Let me bring on the interview now with my previous co-host. I'm not going to say my favourite co-host because I don't have a favourite co-host. Uh, uh, so i'm not so, gonna
3: Al- so alex is worth five dollars <laughs> robin's
1: <laughs> worth four dollars <laughs> who are you going with Fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I, I had a couple of i've had a couple of step in um co-hosts as well so maybe one of those i have no
3: idea
1: but... But get, it, no. get it i'll i'll have a think about that and i'll uh and I'll I'll come back to it. So here we go, and we're back down Memory Lane as my very favourite first co-host Alex joins us on the two hundredth episode. Alex, welcome back. How is life back in Buffalo? Hello, brov.
0: <laughs> I haven't been able to shake the. I can't do the accent. I've never been able to do the accent. I was going to try. you using and- the slang though. Yeah, um, yeah, I am. My new boss loves it when I say "cheers" at the end of a conversation.
1: You know, asking so. for Rosie Lee.
0: No, no, nobody drinks tea over here. It's oh. it's what it's what Ted Lasso says. It's it's literally garbage water. So, so <laughs> That's a good sign. That's I, mean, I a good drink sign. it all the time. I, I drink it all the time in the UK, <laughs> but over here, um, you know, I don't have an electric kettle, so it's just not. It's not they you know they're not privy to that over here.
1: No, but I mean it's it's actually good to to have you back on the show, even for our for two hundredth. You've been Absolutely. there, since, You've been there since day dots all that four years ago.
0: Yeah! Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah, time flies. You had fun.
0: Mm-hmm. But- you know, I gotta say, doing this podcast was a major help in my move. I mean, coming to the UK, I had no friends, no family, no connections or anything, no job. Um, We were just there because my wife got a job there. So doing the podcast allowed me to, you know, for at least an hour, a few days a week, feel like I was back home. And it was really great to engage with other Bills fans in the UK and around the world. We had a lot of, we had some listeners from other countries, which was just really uplifting. So I just want to thank like everybody who participated, and everyone who listened, and everyone that I engaged with on Twitter to help me feel like I was back home at least sun- during Sundays at six PM.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's it's been great. I mean it's a shame that you did have to go back. Obviously, obviously his wife um, her job. Yeah, I didn't want work. to. And the, ero- the ironic thing, you telling me that your uh, your new job they have an office based here in the UK. Yeah,
0: so if I can convince my wife to get a permanent job in the UK, then I might as well, so.
1: No, but it's good. I mean, just looking back over, I think you looking back over it. Did you actually think, like me, that we would, that the show and the podcast itself would get to 200 episodes?
0: I mean, no, it's it's not due to pessimism. It's just due to a realistic nature that people who started a podcast usually get to like 10 episodes in and realize that no one's listening Mm. and then it's over. But from day one, we had a, a, a pretty dedicated and I think that's just due to what it's like to be a Bills fan dedication to the craft and to the art form and just to the team in general. Like if there's Bills media out there, it will be consumed by Bills fan.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, along the way we've had so many, great guests. I've seen the two, my two new co-hosts have been mm-hmm. guests on there um, previously. I think yeah. there have been times where I've had been hiding in the background with my croaky voice. You've been off <laughs> away and all that, but it's, it's a testament to, to the fans and the listeners mm-hmm. that we've actually managed to keep going for, for that long. I mean, looking back at it, what have been your, your highlights?
0: Probably my favorite thing was doing the YouTube channel for those two seasons um Mm -hmm. it allowed me to really immerse myself in you know bill's culture and everything you know i it it took a lot of time and a lot of work to put a lot of those videos together Mm. and um it was just great and putting like the posters together the last season um the game day posters was just a lot of fun um obvious highlights could be like just pretty much every interview that we had. I mean, it was amazing talking to Christian Wade, uh, Stevie Johnson, Steve Tasker, just to name a few. I mean, you never think that you would be able to have access to players like that, but in this day and age with social media, they're out there interacting. And, you know, Bill's mafia is one of those things that no other team has where the players just, when they leave they don't leave you know what i mean
1: yeah oh yeah
0: for and sure, they want to sure. do stuff like talking to people in the uk about the bills at crazy hours because of the time difference it's amazing and it's just a testament to um what bills fans have been able to do and create this culture
1: yeah i mean me and you we've we've what do i would say we've butt heads on a banterish term quite <laughs> a lot and that's kind of that kind of really, brought, I think, what made us us. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think the fact that you were the uh, the pessimist, I was always the optimist. <laughs> I managed to buy you around on a fair few occasions. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I, but to be honest, I, I don't know about you, but I actually do miss it.
0: Yeah, I miss it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of the things that I just don't have in my life right now. And like I was telling you before we got on, you know. Um, I was afforded an unbelievable opportunity to spend five years in the UK and mm. not have to worry about, you know, certain financial obligations because of why we were there. So I didn't have to work full time. So basically, I had a part time job. And then this was a part time job as well. And I really wish I had the opportunity to spend time in it because my day is like, Wake up, take care of the dog, go to, the, go to work, go to the gym, come home, rinse and repeat. And I wish I had time for it, um, because I absolutely do miss it. I'm just yeah. looking back at old tweets, looking back at old videos, and uh, it was a hell of a time.
1: Yeah, well, I, hopefully I'll still get you still involved with the occasional tweets here and there on the, uh, on the Twitter page. So Yeah, I mean, I
0: still happens. have the password. So once things ramp up, because <laughs> right now I'm fully in baseball mode. So. That's fair.
1: That's fair. But no it's it's good i mean i bet you're you're now obviously able to get to more games now which is um, which is good for you she says yeah what, five years without seeing a game mm-hmm. like obviously bar the game were you there for the wine game in london Were you over here at the time no no
0: i wasn't there Just... no i came in 2017 that game was 2015 right yeah
1: yeah yeah so, yeah. Obviously, so that. first game five years mm-hmm. yeah about... i have
0: I haven't been able to see Josh Allen live and that's one of the things that's been there's a hole in my in my life and it's about to get filled this September.
1: But yeah, you won't go to St. John Fisher in Rochester just to see him in, in just in shorts.
0: No. <laughs> Seeing Josh Allen in shorts might be worth that 2-hour drive to Rochester. Hour and a half really, but depends on us. Uh, give oh me some luck, weren't it? Huh? Your missus will like seeing Josh Allen shorts, wouldn't she? She doesn't care that much. I mean, she'll, she'll go and watch the games, but, um, you know, the Josh Allen shorts phenomenon, she's not plugged into social media, so she doesn't know the, the whole story <laughs> about that.
1: Well, at least, at least I know that when I come over, I've got a place to stay.
0: <clears throat> yeah, well, not right now, honestly. Well, Unfortunately, we don't have a spare room where we're staying right now, but once we buy a house in a year or so, uh, anybody who wants to come over from the U.K. and visit to see a Bills game, you know, let's hang out.
1: Good, good. So let's let's talk. Let's sure. talk this off season. Okay. Have you have you you been following? It. Have you been following it even if it is just a tiny bit, like just yeah. seeing the yeah. Yeah, just, and all
0: that? Yeah, Just a tiny bit. So, um, God, I obvious. honestly need a recap. What's been like the most? What's been the biggest move this off season? Probably Miller? the Cole Beasley cut. on Miller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Von Miller. I don't know. It's just, it's tough extension for, for, yeah, for me, it's tough to think about defense when it comes to the bills, because obviously Josh Allen is the son in which we all revolve around. <laughs> so <laughs> like, but honestly, defense is the thing that lost us the game against the chiefs. Um, does Von Miller fix that? I don't oh, I think mean. it does because the whole thing is you don't pressure Pat Mahomes right? The whole thing is game plan and secondary. Mm. And we did nothing to address the secondary. And then when you Actually, get...
1: let Levi go.
0: Yeah. I mean though so our secondary de- is worse yeah. off, yeah?
1: Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. There's there's an issue and it's got to be fixed with the um with the secondary. I mean with obviously with Von Miller you've got that perennial 10 sack a year plus um pass rusher that can actually go off the edge. Yeah. We know if that we rotate plays. we know
0: that we rotate and he's older, so mm. I'm hoping that we didn't get him too late in his career.
1: It's six years, well technically six years, but it's three years with without on there that you've got Russo, Basham that are gonna be pretty much learning under him, and you're probably looking at Russo being yeah, on those the other guys- side. If those
0: guys don't take a step forward, like, you know, Epinesa didn't take a step forward in his second year. If those guys don't take a step forward, then Bean gets a pass when it comes Mm. to the draft because of Josh Allen. But if Epinesa, Rousseau, and Basham don't pan out, I think it's not a conversation of, should we get someone else? Because that's not going to happen because Bean is so good in every other Avenue. He's great at the finances. He's great at um, free agent signings, trades, but talent evaluation might need to, you know, there might need to be some new bodies in the building for talent evaluation if those defensive ends don't. And also it could be Leslie Frazier and his scheme and his game plan. I really thought we were going to get rid of Frazier. Really. Yeah, I really wanted to because look, and everybody talks about how great our defense was last year, and then some people will be like, "Yeah, but we didn't play anybody." But then there's the stat DVOA, which adjusts for the, um, it adjusts for your opponent, and we were still mm-hmm. the number one ranked defense, even with soft opponents. But when we played a good team, and we only played three of them, yeah, the Chiefs twice and the Bucks once, they torched us. So, yeah. so what, I mean, what this think, season, we have a lot better offenses coming in here. What are we going to see?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be interesting. I think the whole, there's a whole change in the works. I mean, the way they revamped that offensive, um, that defensive line with, um with star going with, mm-hmm. unfortunately, F a going, but yeah. Butler no longer with us. And we've got, Tim Settle, Daquan Jones. um, Who else am I missing on that defensive line that we signed? But they've revamped it and actually Uh put more in the way to try and stop the run more than anything. Because I think that's what the killer for us last season was. I think getting those two run-stuffing, well, hopefully run-stuffing guys in there and actually play off of Von Miller on the edge could be that little bit could that be that little bit of spark that actually takes us to the next step? Obviously a whole new offense with Ken Dorsey. Now the OC yeah. is going to be the more, more deciding factor. Let's put it that well, way. Know the, best, what the, gonna do.
0: the best defense to stopping the run is racking up points, enforcing mm. the other team to throw the ball. That's what we've been able to do for the majority of the time. And, um, you know, it, it, it's to be seen what Dorsey's philosophy is, but honestly, if I'm McDermott, I look him straight in the face and I say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You know what Daybull did in those last, what, that last two months? Mm. Do that and make minor adjustments. Because yeah. the run game worked. Josh Allen was, was gunning. So I don't think Dorsey – is going to, nor should he try and reinvent the wheel here. Mm. Uh,
1: I think they're going to, I think they're going to keep it. I mean, the, the good thing is they've got Cromer back. I think that was the yeah that was the key offensive signing because you've seen what he's done previously in Buffalo and what he's done for the Rams. You've seen how this team started that zone play towards the end of the Bucks game onwards and how that really opened up that run game. And now you can see if you incorporate a bit more of that into the game, you've got that more balanced offense. So we can now look forward to runs here and there, two runs and then a pass, or something like that, that we know we're going to get suitable yards to make that third down more manageable.
0: I think the most underrated signing is O.J. Howard for okay. our offense. The ability to trot out two tight ends, and I hope they don't just rotate them. I hope they're both on the field at the same time, because that's a matchup killer. Most teams only have one linebacker who can cover a tight end. With Diggs and with Davis and with McKenzie, those safeties need to focus on the wide receivers. If there's a second tight end on the field who can just go, teams don't have the personnel for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: saw it in New England with the murderer in Gronk. You know, it was they were unstoppable. And if we can do just a shade of that with OJ Howard and Dawson Knox, I think that everyone who's upset about the loss of Beasley will get over it very quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Bean's been smart. Uh-huh. I think he's been smart. He's used that cap space. He's used the extensions. Um well to actually get that cap space i think we're like nine million nine million in cap space available 3.2 to sign the rookie class so you've got six million there to even go sign out a a veteran cornerback which i think is going into the draft really in the area that is a major need
0: yeah absolutely uh corner needs to be drafted and um uh I'd say just bring in a Josh Norman who could help him along. Mm. Not help him along, but be a safety valve. Yeah. So just in case he's not ready for prime time yet, you have someone who can at least weather the storm until the rookie is ready. But it's just – it's not pretty right now, but uh, obviously the draft hasn't happened yet, so.
1: Yeah. What's your? I know you always used to hate it in Mm -hmm. the four years when we talked about the draft – do you still hate it? Do you have any inkling on it? And do you know really the direction you want to go?
0: The, the crazy thing about the draft is, and my philosophy on it is, you know, a guy could be great in college, but if he comes into a poor situation in the NFL with a shitty or stupid coach, he could crumble. Whereas on the same time, if you get an average player in college and you surround him with good people, a good culture and good coaches, he could become something special. And there's no way to analyze and predict that. So the best thing to do is to go based off of like physical attributes. And I think that's what Bean kind of does. Who's the freak in the draft? I want him and we can coach him up. We did it with Josh Allen. You know, we did it with, you know, Tremaine Edmonds, his size for his age when we drafted him. Um, you know, and I think we did it with Rousseau. So hopefully Rousseau takes a step forward. But honestly, like I don't I can't name a single corner in the draft this year. This is just is, this isn't my time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you'd be a Terrick a Wallen guy of the University of Texas, San Antonio, six, four. four so. run, run a uh, four two six mm-hmm. Forty in the combine pretty much up measurables are up there in the um, combine. I think that's your freak that you want to you wanna look out for. Sure. I mean,
0: wide receivers in the NFL have gotten bigger over the last 10 years. Mm. You know, uh, Jerry Rice wasn't the biggest guy, but now you compare him to DK Metcalf, it's unbelievable. So if you yeah. can get a bigger corner, you know, Trey's not that big, you know. If you need yeah. a bigger corner, I think that's, that sets you apart in the NFL because there's not a lot of those out there.
1: Yeah, so your, your notes are it's going to be a quarterback mainly. Do you see any other, um, any other uh, what do you call it, um, needs or deep needs?
0: I think I said last year, this roster is so complete, I don't even know what should be the second area of uh, con- consideration. I feel the same way now too. Like, Where is there a hole on this freaking roster other than a, in secondary? You know, um, you, you're probably looking at drafting for the future at O-line and at wide receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. You're probably looking at drafting for the future at linebacker. And I think those are the only other areas of need, probably. Maybe draft Don't a punter. Shit, who cares? Draft a punter. Yeah, absolutely. Let's draft a safety because, um, man, I love Jordan Player on the field, but I can't stand him off the field. <laughs>
1: Oh, this this one—it's
0: a—it's a a personal thing for me. Like, you—you gotta—you got a a athlete making twenty mil and he wants thirty mil. I'm like, bro, you twenty mils enough for me?
1: Yeah, you know. that's true. That's true. But no, I mean, I'm I'm wary of the times. I know you're you're the man when it comes to the gym. You always want your gym time.
0: No, no, Um, no. I, I my wife's at the gym right now, so I'm just waiting for her to come home. So. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, am I just a segment or am I a whole episode?
1: Uh, you're actually a segment.
0: All right. All right. So, yep. 20 minutes. We're good. You can cut it.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you like the segment. You would like a segment <laughs> rather <laughs> than <four> a full <laughs> episode, don't you?
0: <laughs> I'm just another guy now.
1: It's just it's just another guy, just another yeah. guest on the show that you used to co-host.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: How's that work? they have gone in full circles. You've been a... You've been the host, you've been a guest, you've been a listener, you've been a contributor. What's left? What's the next role?
0: Uh, well, if I can start making money off this, that'd be great, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sort us out a sponsor. Speak, speak to people in Buffalo. Sort us out a sponsor and we'll get you a cup. No, I think there is
0: a fish and chips place here. Maybe uh, I can get them, can go contact them for that. We'll see.
1: Go for it. Go yeah. for it and we'll get, maybe we'll, we'll cut you in or stuff.
0: Yeah, there's not many British pubs around here, unfortunately. There was just, you know, plenty of dive bars with sticky floors and loud music, and I can't handle it.
1: That's typical Britain.
0: Yeah, That's no. Typical
1: British clubs.
0: No, my, 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 maybe I'm imagining things, but my, the British pubs that I would always pop into was just quiet. There were a bunch of old men. They just shut up and they drank their misery away. That's what I loved. <laughs> that was my favorite British pub. You know.
1: Oh, you went to pub pubs. You didn't go to pub clubs.
0: No. Oh God, no. I've been to. I've been to spoons, and that was disgusting. I've been to spoons.
1: <laughs> I've been to spoons on a Friday night. Kill me. All right. No. So you've not been to a nightclub. You never were at a nightclub. when you were around here. There
0: was one nightclub in St Ives, and one night we were out um at a pub and we walked past the nightclub and two blokes were having a having a go with each other. So I decided right then and there I'm probably never gonna step inside of that place. So
1: <laughs> oh dear man I missed I miss these stories. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no I, I I miss your
0: country so I really really do.
1: Well maybe have a word of, have word misses find a better paid job over here. Come yeah. back. <laughs> and we'll get you on as a we'll get you on as a fourth co-host now we'll four people on the show
0: <laughs> probably we just do a probably just do a second show then yeah the L, the, the the american pessimistic hour
1: Hey, there we go we've got, <laughs> got, we've got another podcast for the air for the networks joining tim there and you go. yeah how about that no i mean it's 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 been a pleasure it's always been a pleasure when i talk to you um, i'm sad that you're back in buffalo not around mm-hmm. here Sad that you're not involved with the, um, well, not very often with the group, but you still interact. For people that haven't followed you, give them your your Twitter handle. Go on. I
0: I don't even know what it is. It's it's Ah. at Alex Penvos, at A-L-E-X-P-E-N-V-O-S-E. You can, yeah, come, you know what, actually, it's not going to be that engaging because one thing that I really, really, really enjoyed was, Turning my phone off during the playoff games. And I think I'm going <laughs> to do that. I think I'm going to do that all season.
1: You can obtain during the games.
0: I, it, it, it's not necessary. If, if I can watch the game and enjoy it for what it is instead of have to worry about what people are talking about online, there's just too much negativity sometimes. And <clears throat> Especially in one of our group chats that we had for my fantasy football, league, there was one bloke on there who just wouldn't shut up. Alan throws one in completion.
1: They're gonna go 0 16.
0: Shut up, other Matt. Yeah, not yeah, me. It was us, Matt. That was the uh, <laughs> the heading. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to get back into it because it's... yeah. But
0: I'll definitely be tweeting during this during the week, just not on game day. So um... I'm
1: the I'm the game day tweeter. You're yeah. the. Uh... Non game day Twitter. Yeah.
0: This? No, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I can't wait for football season, you know. W- when I first came back, I told my cousin, I'm like, "Is it weird that I want to skip summer and just go right to fall because I just cannot wait to go to a Bills game?" So, it's the start well, of se- well, it's it's spring here now even though it's about to snow today. Um, yeah. Woo, Buffalo. Uh <laughs> but yeah, I can't I can't wait for for uh September and October. I'm no, try and go to every game.
1: So for for people, his I've got his Twitter handle right here. So you're, you're happy to know it's. Well, he needs to change the location and change his bio and all that. But it's
0: uh, oh,
1: a to yeah. <laughs> Yes. Go okay. no, I mean it's, it's pleasure to do it. We keep in regular contact. We we'll may get you back on. We want to do a. You should do a. If you ever do go to Rochester to a training camp to see Josh Allen, shorts. <laughs> oh, well this is we'll get we'll get you on the show to do a live report mm-hmm. or something like that um but no it, it's great to have you on and let's have, a, let's have a let's go buffalo bills one last time let's go buffalo bills
0: yeah let's go bills
1: and there's a trip down memory lane there with my first co-host and the guy who's been with me for what, what was 180 odd episodes didn't even think he would last that long, but I've got two brilliant new co hosts who are clearly analytical, funny, uh, smart, if we're including Robin in this one with his uh, previous quizzing <laughs> experiences. Uh, so, all I want to say is thank you to everyone that's been listening since episode one all the way back on the 21st of April 2019 yes I do remember that that far away it was two parts of that one but uh okay. thank you for everyone that's listened there's probably so many people I could list that I've actually been on that I'd like to thank for and obviously to keep following us so you can follow Mark on Twitter at uh, this is Sparky S you can follow Robin on Twitter at robin c armstrong follow myself at matt sw 86 obviously uk underscore bills at rwbb underscore podcast so check us out on all the socials and for robin mark myself saying thank you for listening keep tuning in subscribing following and let's go buffalo bills, go bills. Yeah, no, no. You, don't know
3: you don't know anything about work you know anything about work here, huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three.